So I'm on the uh, BJJ Fanatics website, and I see three new videos by some guy named Thomas Radzinski. Uh, are you familiar with that guy at all? Nope, absolutely not. No? Well, he's got some good stuff. Three new, three brand new videos. Um, they're getting amazing reviews, which is good to see as well. Uh, but you got to tell us about them real quick? Yeah. You know, I had yeah, you guys already know, but I had um, opportunity to go to Boston, shoot three more instructionals, one on butterfly hook, complete guide for butterfly hook, two, um, wrap lapel and submit them, and three, we have uh, taking the back. It's particularly designed for guys for over 40 because there is no climbing involved. All the back days are on the ground, uh, very, very full and effective system. So dip into it. I'm really hoping that this is going to help your jiu-jitsu and really take it to the next level. BJJFanatics.com. Just search R-O-Z-D-Z. We have all had that situation where after classes, when we want to ask a question and uh, Thomas, a lot of those questions you've already answered, right? At ask a black belt. Yeah. It's another podcast that I'm running. Um, it, it, you know, it's on podcast, all podcast platforms, plus on, on YouTube, you can find it anywhere. Just search for my name, search, search for ask a black belt at this point, over a hundred episodes, different questions, jujitsu life related, but something that everybody comes across. And often these questions sink in our mind, but we don't ask for whatever reason. So if that benefits you, go there, listen. It actually might help your jujitsu, might help your life as well. And if you have any questions, find me on Instagram and drop me a line. I'll be happy to answer your question and mention your name during the episode. Welcome to Raw Radio. And we alive. Yeah, repeat what you just said. You look great. On this camera. On this camera. I should carry this camera with me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like with a, like a laptop strapped to my <laughs> chest facing outward. And people can only, no, just look at the, or like my face. And I'll keep it up by my head, by my face. Don't look yeah. at don't look at my face. Don't look, look, at, look at the, the real screen. Me. Yeah, put we're couple, headed in that direction anyway. Put, <laughs> put a couple filters on it. You look great. Yep. Yeah. Right. We're all gonna be walking around with VR glasses anyway. And well, if things, really if things continue going, like. they are going. We're not gonna be walking anywhere. That's the thing. We're gonna be sitting at home doing nothing because right. that's Just where everything is going. These fat, days. disgusting. Uh, There's a kids movie. Uh, um, I can't remember what is it. Wally. It might be Wally. Yeah, it's Wally, yeah. Is it where the humans are just like yeah. fat and disgusting? Oh, no, that's and, different. That's not um, Wally. That's, um, uh, I know what yeah, you I, mean. I think I've yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, my kids but, watch that. Uh, yeah, and it's just, yeah, we're headed in that way because you know everybody's going to be doing stuff for us. Interesting. Somebody I know um, traveled to Europe for a seminar, doing a seminar over there. And I, I remember when they were Amsterdam, Amsterdam or I, I remember, it doesn't matter. But they were in Europe and we were messaging back and forth. And he's like, oh, man, this is awesome, blah, blah, blah. And I asked him, I was like, what's the biggest change that you'll see between United States and, 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 and Europe? And he goes, there's no fat people here. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> that was the comment. Judge or don't judge. Yeah, but... There's no fat people where he was. <laughs> yeah. uh... But listen, it's listen. I I I I think you know here in the United States we have we have a problem. We there is a 
you know. Yeah, right? absolutely. We, there's we are, a problem. We are we are overweight. All of us. Yeah. All of us. It doesn't no, matter. No I mean, people even even people who, you know, work out on the regular are overweight. I think it's what we've been conditioned to eat and all I, that stuff. And to all fairness, I don't think this is all our fault. I think we've been raised on certain foods and processed products which change the you know mm-hmm. how our bodies react to what we Absolutely. do and how we do it and now we are paying for it you know yeah. so you know I, you know i always tell you know margaret all the time look look i i i'm open and honest about this i'm a good 25 30 pounds overweight um and i always talk about how you know it people say just don't eat that stuff it's in the house i mean it's eat hard it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to, you're not going to trust yeah. a drug addict around your drugs. Um, and if the, if the food is there, it's going to get eaten. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I know? agree. It's hard to resist if it's right in front of you, you know, if it's, it's not in the house, you're not going to eat it. You might slip up and stop for some fast food every it's once in a while, but it's yeah. much harder. Yeah. Yeah. It's and when the good harder. stuff's around, that's what you're going to reach out to. Uh, I know we got a different topic at hand, but it always reminds me of my sister used to do, um, she used to have a group of kids over every Christmas. Uh, they were immigrant kids from, uh, Southeast Asia and their diet consisted of a lot of garbage, right? It was all, they lived in what would be now called a food desert. And so everything was bought at the corner store and all that. And she would have them over for Christmas and she would have, a ton of sweets, a ton of desserts, um, stuff like that. And these kids, when they would get there, would go straight for the vegetables. They would go straight for the fruit, the real fruit that was there and stuff like that because they never got it. And that, you know, and, and what does that say about, you know, what these people have, are forced, not forced, but what is made convenient and easy um, for them to eat every day, right? You know? Yeah. Um, so, so don't buy it. Stay away from it. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it is what it is, right? But being having that a point of awareness, I think, is important, especially for the kids as we continue, um, you know, as we continue getting older. Yeah, getting older. <laughs> you want to live longer? Don't eat that stuff. That's <laughs> yeah, all there is to well, it. Yeah, I think it's easier said than done. But yeah, definitely, definitely point of awareness. So we we talked to Scott. Um, I'll be honest, and I said this off the off the air, but you know, I, I this conversation was one of the better episodes that we've had, and and um, not only such a rich story, mm-hmm. a rich experience, but also a phenomenal mindset about yeah. life and jujitsu. What was the more impactful thing from the conversation that you kind of got out of? Well, we were talking, you know we were going to talk about like being a jack of all trades and a master of none. Somebody said to him, you know, what do you work? He said to somebody, what are you working on? What do you want to work on? Uh, and, and I need to get better at everything. Well, if you try getting better at everything, you're not going to get better at anything. And, uh, that was kind of what I took away from it. Um, but this, I, this often happens as a point of conversation, not only on the mat, but just in life in general, like, you know, what do you want to work on? Everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. why, why do we make that? Why do we make that phrase? Why, why do we, why it's so difficult for us to specify an area in which we want to improve? Knowing, in my mind, if we say, I want to work on everything, that means that we acknowledge the fact that we have some improvements to make, mm-hmm. right? We don't say it just to say that we understand that we want to get better. There is a, there is a interest to improve. There is a willingness to make change. We acknowledge that we could be better. 
But why can't we specify? Why can't we? Why 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 can't we be specific? Because you have to, I think, narrow your focus, and you know, even in jujitsu, there's so much to get better at. What do you want to get better at? There's a million different things to choose from. So you've sure got to you've got to narrow your focus, get better at that one thing, and while doing that, it will probably improve other things as well, um, and then it opens up the avenue to improve on something else. So you just, you know, I've said this before and you never remember it. Um, how do you, how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> I don't remember. How do you have <laughs> One bite at a time. So if you've got this <laughs> monumental thing in front of you that you need to tackle, which is jujitsu, which is anything that you're trying to get good at, right? Cause it, nothing that, you know, I don't. I don't so like you, that you, you 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 have to take it in smaller chunks. So your smaller chunks is, you know, what do you want to get better at? Well, I want to get better at um, back control, right? And so, okay, now you're going to start focusing on that. And what is that going to teach you? Um, it's gonna it's going to teach you a lot of different little things within that, um, and some things that you you see. Oh, okay, so I get. It also applies to, right, which is going to make something else better. Um, and then in turn, that makes something else better. And it's growth. You're growing at that point. Um, and, and so instead of trying to just consume it all and it's overwhelming uh, and you get one or two little things, but then it gets lost, um, you're able to to take it in chunks. It's all you know. You always talk about goals, right? So if you have this lofty goal of being good at jujitsu, well, that means nothing, right? But if you want to get good at this position, if you want to get good at um, escapes, that's more bite size, and you're not eating the whole elephant. I get it, but then why are we? Everybody well, if you're asking this. the why, I, I who why? knows? There's so many reasons, right? I mean, it, it's everything from nature to nurture, um, ego, right? We see some somebody else who who seemingly looks good at everything, and they've been training the same amount of time as us. They might even you 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 could even equate the mat time, right? Not you know. So I started in 2016, and somebody who started in, which isn't true, but who, somebody who started three years later than me is better. They've put in more mat time in that in that time frame, right? Or this really sucks. Maybe they didn't, but they're just a natural athlete. They comprehend things better than you do when it comes to jujitsu. So all of that stuff makes you have these larger um, hangups, contention points. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, there's something behind what you're saying. I mean, it, it's. Is it cool? Could it be also that the fact that we want to truly be better at everything, and and you know, as a, as a point of acknowledgement, like I, I I have all these things that I want to work on, like all, all mm -hmm. these things they need to improve, and sure. this is the easiest thing for us to acknowledge, and and then as a trade to that statement, we focus on nothing, and then. Distraction is one of the biggest sure. points of failure for many, yeah. not only individuals but businesses and and just you know projects and so on, right? So unfocused, unfocused environment creates complete chaos. And yeah. then, with the large diversity of 
what jujitsu is offering, it's very difficult to be- to get better if we don't focus on things. So how do we focus? How, right. What's the recipe here? You got well, you got to pick. You have to pick something. And if you can't pick something, talk to your instructor about it and let them. Hopefully, you know they should know you. You know, unless if, unless you're taking a secondary, pri- you know, a private from somebody who doesn't see you on the regular or something like that. Your instructor should know you and should know what your focus should be, and they can help you focus on it. And then there's your answer, and you start working on that. But then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do put in the time too um, when they're not around. So you know, you and I in the past have talked about like I needed to for a long time, or and I think this applies whenever you're working on something. You gotta be selfish. Um, yeah. You know, you gotta be, you gotta tell your partners, hey, I'm really working on this. So it, you know, this round that you and I are going to be together, this eight minutes. If you pass my guard, can you go back? So and pass it again, and pass it again, and pass it again. You have to be selfish. I know when you pass my guard, you're going to want to get a, to a better position and submit me. Can we not do that today? Can you just keep passing my guard? You know, we had Edgar on a couple of weeks ago when I was working on stuff from bottom half. Edgar got it. Anytime he passed, he went right back. Went right back, and it it, it helps you focus. Um, it helps you grow. It makes you happy, um, because you can see that growth. Whereas if he passed, you know, I don't want you to pass my guard. He passes, he mounts, he submits, um, that eats up more of the time. Or now you're escaping because he mounted and you're not concentrating on, on that guard, Mm -hmm. you know, that open guard or what have you. Um, so, you know, so you got to do all that little stuff. You gotta, you gotta narrow your focus. You gotta be selfish. You gotta communicate. Uh, well, and um, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of this also focuses on setting a specific goal, like yeah, igno- acknowledging that fact that yeah. there is a goal. Because, like, as as you're talking, I'm trying to process this and try and put the realistic situations around this, right? And like, there's there, there's nothing wrong with full blown on sparring session. There's nothing wrong with that. But, no. but you have to acknowledge the fact that in a sparring session, you're not drilling anything, you're not experimenting, you essentially playing your a game now if you yeah. want to ex- if you want to experiment you're probably not drilling either you are mm-hmm. in a very curious mind you are very you are exploring you are vulnerable you are asking a lot of questions and you're seeking answers now yeah. if you want to drill something you probably already have established what you want to where you want to go from where to where was the point a and b and you are repeating or trying to comprehend it in a deeper way, the process between those two points. Right. All those situations, the objective is very different. Mm-hmm. Now, the trick part is, and I tell this to, to a lot of students, and I feel like oftentimes this shiny object gets us distracted, and that's that's when we fail. You know, it's like pick what you want to do. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with sparring, but acknowledge the fact that you're probably learning less in a sparring session. Yeah. And I think when you're working on something, you've narrowed your focus, you have your goal. When, when those sparring sessions come up, don't try it yet. You know, go play your a game, all of that, whatever. Go back with your instructor, learn it, refine it, then drill it. And then incorporate it into those sparring sessions. Because if you do it too early and it doesn't work, you're going to, instead of going back and saying, 
I really need to focus on it more, or this is what happened. It, you're going to be discouraged and it's going to be, this doesn't work. You know, we've talked about it. How many times do people yeah. not put in the work for a position or a, a system? And then they're like, yeah. Oh, it doesn't work for me. It's not right for me. Well, you don't know that yet. And another important point is the fact of having a good training partner when you're coming into those situations, right? Mm -hmm. So like sparring session, it could be the, the midterm. You're testing the waters. You're testing the skills. You're testing the systems. But when you're drilling, you need a certain sense of cooperation from yeah. your partner. Otherwise, there is a resistance. When there is a resistance, you are resisting to counter-resisting this. And now you're not drilling. You, yeah. you just yeah. by, by definition, it, you're not drilling. And then it, it, the doesn't mean that you can't improve, but it your 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 improvement just got flatlined. It's by yeah. far less than when you do the things by design, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, and I think you can you can work on these things. I don't I don't want people to get the wrong idea with resistance, but there's cooperation. I think is is might be a better way to put it. Yeah. So if if yeah. you know if I'm trying something, I I do need some resistance, but that doesn't mean. Um, completely changing the position and then moving on to something else. It's, yeah. you know, it's a, a little bit of pressure or stubbornness or, you know, you know, I'm working on this guard pass. Don't let me just do the technique over and over and over again, resist, but don't sweep me and mount me. And, you know, if, if I'm not getting the sweep or I'm not getting the pass after the round is over, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. And then the next time up, maybe I'll get a little bit better. And that's the harder part about all of this. This is a long process mm -hmm. when it comes to jiu-jitsu. It is long. Yeah. You're not learning jiu-jitsu in a month or two or five. You learn some of it, but you don't, learn a lot, uh, you don't learn a lot of it. And a lot of it is putting yourself in vulnerable spots. So I often tell those who ask me or those who, as the conversations unfold, is focus on one thing. Focus really identify what area do you want to improve. And yes, I do agree that if you focus on one thing, you're not improving the other things. But in my mind, focusing on one thing and working in sprints, identify X amount of time, whatever, a week, three weeks, five, six weeks, whatever it is, and really hyper-focus on this one mm -hmm. area and then move on to a different area. Yeah. And if you look at this as a big picture, after one year, your improvement will be significantly higher than if you focus on everything all the time and remain in this chaotic, unfocused environment. And yeah. unfortunately, as humans, we gravitate towards the second one. Yeah. And it takes a lot of effort for us to get organized, really identify some points of interest, aim the path where we want to go, and then really seek the research and you know, identify what we can improve and how we're going to improve, then understand how it works. And then from there, you're just getting better and better and better. There you go. Shall we wrap up? Yep, I think so. All right. All right see you later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.